You're listening to Love and War with David Harwood. This is a weekly podcast where David offers spiritual insights that are aimed to enhance your relationship with God, yourself, and others. If you are edified by what you hear, please recommend this podcast to people you love. Now, here's David. Day 30. Well, we're coming to the end of our reading of these devotionals. I guess we have, after day 30, one more day, and then we will have completed these series of podcasts. I encourage you, if you are hearing this, to go back and review them. Also, you can read these things in the book. The book is on Amazon by now. Let's begin. I want to offer some further encouragement concerning who you are and how you may need to deliberately see yourself. I think that what you're about to hear is worthy of emphasis. Our progressive sanctification is connected to our adjusting to God. He calls us to be relationally compatible with Him and to yield to His point of view. Enjoying your identity in corporate realities. We want our inner narrative to give God's presence pleasure. This is a process that is like a pilgrimage, and part of this path contains a synergy of knowing your special calling and your participation in aspects of your identity that are primarily experienced as a member of the Messiah's community. You are added to the church. Acts 2, 41. Verse 47, Acts 5, 14, added to the church. Consider, you are part of God's family. Enjoy it. The community of disciples is the light of the world. You are part of that light. Shine. As a ministering member of the Messiah's body, you help to reveal Jesus' activity in the world. Serve. You are a worshiping living stone built together with other living stones as a unified temple. Draw near to God. Since you are part of the Messiah's beloved bride, you can experience Jesus' husband-like love. Be loved. You are part of the reconciled one new humanity participating in the covenants and promises that reveal God's heart for Israel. Recognize your end-time role. Acknowledging these realities helps balance the glory of your unique calling and vocation. They give even the most humble, Holy Spirit-empowered service great significance. Called to Specific Service We touched on the topic of individual calling in Day 26. I want to elaborate. Many have a sense of calling to a specific role or ministry within the Messiah's body. My hope is that those who have illumination in this regard have an accurate view of themselves. If we don't, we should cultivate reality. How do we cultivate reality? First, embrace humility. A mentor, 40 years my senior, said something like, 
If you want to know how irreplaceable you are, put your hand in a bucket of water, then take it out and see how much you're missed. I think he meant that there won't be a hole in the water. At any rate, let it be said that, despite any significance we have to others, there is only one absolutely necessary person, and it is not you or me. Therefore, please do not have an inflated sense of your own importance. Romans 12.3 For through the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think more highly of himself than he ought to think, but to think so as to have sound judgment, as God has allotted to each a measure of faith. There are degrees of expertise, effectiveness, and influence. We differ from one another in these matters. Reading 1 Corinthians 12, 4-6, Now there are varieties of gifts, but the same Spirit. And there are varieties of ministries, and the same Lord. There are varieties of effects, but the same God who works all things in all persons. We will even differ in degrees of glory after the resurrection. 1 Corinthians 15, 41-42a There is one glory of the sun, and another glory of the moon, and another glory of the stars. For star differs from star in glory, so also is the resurrection of the dead. Each of us are suited for and called to specific tasks. Paul likened it to the diversity of parts and functions within a human body. You can read about that in Romans 12, 4-5, and 1 Corinthians 12, verse 12. Calling is intrinsic. Roles are fluid. Roles may differ from one circumstance to another. For instance, the first chair violinist in a local high school would most likely not get a seat in a citywide orchestra comprised of accomplished adult performers. If they attended that orchestra's rehearsal, perhaps their role would be to make certain that there was enough coffee for those musicians when they took a break. The called, empowered, and functioning teaching pastor in one situation may be the student in another. I think everyone desires to experience blessing. In the beginning, we were created to be blessed. Part of your inner narrative can be that as you are faithful in your allotted God-given responsibilities, you will experience growth and multiplication. It's part of the original pattern and promised by the Messiah. The Unified Community's Confirmation of Your Calling Often, a person becomes convinced of what they are to do and their function through the circumstances that surround them. For example, someone's got to do it. But, perhaps, quite apart from circumstances, you believe you heard from the Holy Spirit about a significant calling. Maybe you had some confirming prophetic words or prophetic words that appear to confirm prior prophetic input. You may be hearing accurately. You may have a correct appraisal of your call. If so, 
Remember, there is usually a significant stretch of time between awareness of calling and the fulfilling of the beginning of that call's realization. The time lag between revelation and fulfillment stretches the best of us. At times, there may be some confusion. If that is so, how can you know if what you believe about yourself is accurate? Pursuing reality in matters of calling is often connected to participating in vital fellowship. After all, your call is most likely connected to your relationships in the body. Submitting your sense of unique calling to others may cause you to feel a bit exposed and vulnerable. What if nobody agrees with you? What if you get shut down? On the other hand, what if you're mistaken about how you see yourself? If you're wrong about your self-perception, it can cause you to miss out on what will really give you fulfillment, and you may spend a long period of time confused and contributing to confusion in the body. This is true concerning both putting oneself down and puffing oneself up. I encourage you to confide in select peers and leaders with whom God has brought you into relationship. Are they courageous enough to confront you if they believe you are deceived? Are they wise, prayerful, and experienced enough to be able to separate reality from fantasy? If they are courageous, wise, prayerful, and discerning, and if they love you, there is no need to fear this process. It may look like this. Joe says to James, Mary, and Bob, I believe this is who I am and what I'm called to do. I am a teacher and called to teach. James, Mary, and Bob interact with what Joe said and caution or affirm or offer counsel and a path forward for Joe. They pray for Joe, and the four of them continue in relational, mutually accountable fellowship. Before I forget, let me share this. If what you believe about yourself is true, there may be spiritual warfare that accompanies the revelation you received about yourself. This is not unusual. After all, right after Jesus received a public affirmation from his Father, and the Spirit of God filled him, he was led by the Spirit into the wilderness where his calling was contested. Don't isolate yourself. Stay in fellowship with God and the believing community. God exalts the humble, and the path to humility is loving the truth. Open yourself up to receive affirmation or adjustment. It will be good for you. Embracing calling, maintaining the call. Do not self-denigrate your calling. If you know it, be grateful to God and acknowledge it in the depths of your soul. It is an important identity matter, and your godly inner narrative needs to include it. We are called to embrace what is always true for every believer. The same principle is true pertaining to our sense of unique calling and destinies. The believing community affirms people, 
The apostolic community spoke of Judas and Silas as men who had risked their lives for the name of the Messiah. Acts 15.26 Paul said the same thing of Prisca and Aquila, Romans 16.3 and 4, and spoke highly of Timothy, Philippians 2.20-22. So, receive affirmation. Individual disciples know what they are. Peter called himself a fellow elder and witness of the Messiah's sufferings. 1 Peter 5, 1. Paul said he was a herald, an apostle, and a teacher of the Gentiles. 2 Timothy 1, 11. John called himself the beloved disciple five times in the gospel that bears his name. Recognize who you are. You are part of the Messiah's unified people. You are a member of his body, a part of his house, a member of his family. You also have a unique role to play within the context of these corporate identities. Please receive this blessing. May the words of your mouth and your heart's deepest meditation Give God's indwelling presence pleasure. Love and War is written and presented by David Harwood. Editing is by David and Sammy Avino, who is also the producer and technical advisor for the podcast. David is the pastor of Restoration Fellowship in Glencove, New York, and the author of the books God's True Love and For the Sake of the Fathers. To purchase copies of David's books, please go to loveofgodproject.org. The theme song for this podcast is Skirmish, from the album Combustion, which was written and performed by Leonard Jones. Additional episodes of Love and War can be downloaded on the Podbean app or through iTunes. For more information on Love and War, Restoration Fellowship, God's True Love, or For the Sake of the Fathers, Visit us on restorationfellowshipny.com, loveofgodproject.org, book.forthesakeofthefathers.com, or you can follow us on Facebook at Restoration Fellowship NY, Love of God Project, Love and War DH, and For the Sake of the Fathers. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to email David at loveandwar underscore dh at yahoo.com. As always, please remember to share Love and War and support us by leaving a positive review on iTunes and Podbean.